Welcome to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast, where I interview some of the best coaches in the business to find their secrets and share them with the world. I'm Scott Ritzheimer, founder and CEO of Scale Architects, and we help founders and leaders find the right coach at the right time so they can achieve the predictable success they deserve. And a huge part of that is helping great coaches do great work that creates enormous demand for their services with way less effort. If you're a high demand coach, I'd absolutely love to share your story and expertise as well. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome once again to the Secrets of the High Demand Coach. And and today we've got to call it the Secrets of the High Demand Coach is because we have our first ever duo guest combination here today with RJ and Dustin, who are co-founders of the Balanced Business Dad Movement, alongside with the Balanced Business Dad podcast. Now, the Balanced Business Dad is composed of business owner husbands and fathers who are coming together with the goal of helping each other balance our six pillars of life. And the Dad Up Council was created to encourage its members to be better tomorrow than you were today. Well, gentlemen, it's so exciting to have you here. Uh, Just for everyone watching to to kind of uh, level set here, let's get away from RJ and away from Dustin. Uh, We're all set. How are we doing? Fantastic. Uh, And so I'd love to start just how, tell us your, what's the story behind all of this? How, how'd you guys meet? How'd you ultimately decide to go into uh, to co-found this project and, and also the podcast together? Oh, it's a great story. Let me start. You can start. I'll add comedic so, input. There you go. <laughs> RJ and I actually worked together in a corporate job that we both had years ago, probably 11, 11 years ago. Uh, um, I mean, life was completely different for me at that time. And, you know, we, we stayed kind of close, saw each other on LinkedIn, that kind of thing. After that position in corporate America, I went self-employed full-time from then on um, as in real estate and as a coach and other other business ventures that I am a part of. And honestly, we sounds weird, but he reached out. We're like, hey, let's get lunch. And at that time, I was coaching a lot of new real estate investors to start building a rental portfolio. I have a pretty robust rental portfolio, and I think... I wanted to help other people do that. Well, we got together for lunch. He started asking me all these questions, which was not really the point of lunch, but he became interested in it. And I be- started coaching him and his wife to build their business when it comes to rental portfolios. And it was interesting at that time because we started developing a pretty close friendship. But as he was, for lack of a better word, using me to coach them in business, I was looking to him as a mentor, as a husband and a father. So I have small young kids, my, and I'm actually closer to his kids' age than I am his age. <laughs> so he has you no know, been married for 35 years. His wife still seems to like him. I question that, but still seems to like him. And his kids are just all great. And I'm like, I want that. And I've, I've, one of my lessons in life is, you know, stand on the shoulders of giants. And that's what he was to me. 
someone with a successful marriage, someone with successful kids, and I wanted that. So I was using him as a mentor, as a husband and father. And that's kind of how we, you know, this all came about, honestly. I've been coaching for a long time. And one of my coaches, because yes, I believe all good coaches have coaches, asked the question and it was, who's your avatar coaching client? And without hesitation, I said, the business dad, because that's who I was. And at that time, RJ and I, uh, you know, the Balance Business Dad was formed at a bar. At a bar. Like all great stories, this one really starts on a bar. (laughs) (laughs) After a real estate meeting. Yeah. And we started talking and this was, I believe God put this on my heart and I didn't know what it was. And if I wanted to coach business dads, the word dad in there, I knew I wanted RJ along with it because he was my mentor as a father. And we started just... I mean, you can take it before. Life was good. Yeah, life was good for both of us. We had good careers. We had good marriages. Good. He had young kids. I had grown kids. But we start chatting and we realize that there's, yes, it's good, but it's just, it's not perfect. And some things are just a little bit out of whack. That's the word we used over and over and over. A lot of that is prioritizing business over everything else. And that conversation then turned into grabbing napkins and menus and borrowing pens and sketching out which what became the balanced business dad that's where we built the six pillars where we thought okay if we're kind of out of balance what should we be working on and balancing we agree we're never in balance and that's where we the six pillars in order of priority to us is you have to bat work on your faith then your health your marriage fatherhood and then brotherhood, and then business. Did I get that right? Did I miss any? Okay. <laughs> we say him so much, you tend to miss him. So that, and what we realize is most people are focusing on that last one, business, because we were around so many entrepreneurs. And I had coached so many guys, so many people out there that were so focused on the business, but their how, their their life was just a shamble. But man, hey, they made that next, you know, they got that next deal done. I'm like, we, we got to fix this. And that's honestly why we do call this a movement because we want to fix that in the world. Yeah. We wanted to fix it for ourselves. And then once we developed what this was and what we call the dad up framework, then it's like, hold it, we need to get this out to other business dads. We need to share this. Yeah. And a podcast awesome. was launched. Yeah. That's cool. So I want to pick up on something that was kind of early in the story here. And this is this idea of kind of cross coaching or, or, or kind of even co-mentoring. And there, there's a... Um, there was a very famous fall of a, a very famous pastor, uh, and and the names don't matter. The patterns there all the time. And one of the things he said is, if they don't have a, he was talking about whether or not someone could mentor him. He said, if they don't have a a church that's more than five thousand people, there's nothing I can learn from them. And uh, and, and you know, I, I don't think that same individual would say that same thing today. But there's this idea that we've got to be coached by people who are who are bigger and better than us and further down the road. And we almost kind of insert into that in every way. Uh, but you guys didn't do that. You both found an opportunity to learn from each other. How important is that to our success, both as entrepreneurs and as dads? I think it's huge, right? I mean, uh, the amount of people I learn from that are not even in the realm of what I want to do is huge. I mean, the coach I have today, my you know personal one-on-one coach, is not doing this. Is not running a podcast. Is not running seven other businesses, and yet he's coaching me and mentoring me because a coach and a mentor 
they see what's around the corner before you do, right? They can help you self-aware by the right questions and things like that. And so I've never really cared where they're at on their journey, as long as they can help me along with mine. Yeah. And I look at that, this group, so not necessarily a coach, because I'm too old to have had coaches. That's what we joke about. When I was young, that didn't exist, except your coach and your, your football team or basketball team. But um, always looking just for somebody who's ahead of you, I always try to have three sets of peers or types of coaches. I like to be around people like Dustin that are 20, 30 years younger than me on the same path. I like to compare myself. What are they doing that I did or didn't do? And would that have put me in a different place now? So I might be able to self-correct or just learn something there. My second group is people that are truly peers, men that are my age, about 60, kids are grown out of the house or close to being out of the house, that type of thing. And then my third group is, yeah, who who is that person I can model that's already done this? Who is that man that's 10 years ahead of me? So that's what we try to offer and what we have because we have young men. We are seasoned, as he calls me. This is adjective. Because <laughs> it is great. more than just that man that's, you know, 10 years down the road. I yeah. have you. Yeah. Yeah. I, so what would you say then is some of the most important work you guys are doing right now? Oh. Well, I believe the most important work anybody can do is on themselves, first of all. Um, and, you know, really look into yourselves to make yourself better. Now, that being said, what does our organization do and the work our organization is doing is, I actually did a video about this 10 minutes ago, yet the reality of it is, is we are going to work harder for other people than we will ourselves, right? As as we've been discovering doing, you know, work for the guy, our men and coaching men and mentoring men, what we realize is it's really ch- a challenge for a guy to raise their hand and say, yep. I do need a better what marriage. I do need to have better relationships with my kids. Even though they want it and it's so important, they don't raise their hand as much as I say, hey, would you like to make an extra million dollars this year? I get hands all over the place when I talk about that. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard for this guy to say yes to personal development. Personal development is not a norm, which I didn't know that, honestly. I was so indebted in it um, as, as a trained coach, but it's not a norm. So I think, but, but a man, if I call and say, Hey, a tree fell in my house and I need help get 30 guys there tomorrow, right? They're all going to help you because a man needs a mission. And I think the, the work we're doing is to let the guys and the dads out there know is that they are the mission. They have to start with themselves first because the people who loves them the most deserve it. Right. My wife and kids, my my employees, my community deserve me at my best. Mm. So I have to focus on myself. And that's what we're helping these guys do. Yeah. And for you guys, what would you say, like, what is balance? Because uh, that, that can mean a lot of things. And you, you guys have even kind of alluded to this fact that it, there's always a little more balance available. It's, it's a, a journey that we're on. So help us, give us kind of a working definition for balance and and when to have an idea of when we're either moving toward it or moving away from it. Right. Yeah, we get we get a lot of questions on that. You know, it seems to be the term that people don't like anymore. You know, work-life balance, so they refer to work-life integration, which we do believe in. So we talk about balance as it's a verb. We're not balanced. We're never balanced. 
And what we like to say simply is being balanced can just be present in what of those, which of the pillars you're working on at the moment. That's to us is focusing on your balance. And it may put other pillars out of balance at the moment. You could be on a strong health journey. People that listen to the podcast know Dustin's. Well, during that year, other parts of your life are going to be a little bit less prioritized. So you would call that out of balanced. But we like to think that balance is you are where your feet are. If you're a church, you're focused on your faith. Let's not be thinking about your P&L. Don't have your phone out. Same thing when you're at home and you're with your kids. It's dad time. Let's be your present right there. Be balanced in that one. And then it's just a general overall, of course, awareness. Are you getting out of whack somewhere in your life? Yeah. Awareness is very big when it comes to being balanced, right? Because mm-hmm. again, they're not balanced, but while you're balancing, you have to be aware your thoughts. You have to be aware of where your time's being spent. Um, you know, in our council, we we talk a lot about that. We have self-assessments. You know, what's what's going well? Where do you need to spend more time and less time? Or, you know, is something just being totally thrown off and you're not even looking into it right now because you're so focused on it. So I think again, being where your feet are, like you said, RJ said, and then being so self-aware, you know, awareness is transformational because once you're aware, you don't unsee it. Mm. That's that's how we get this. But it is a journey. A journey. And and why why is it that it's so hard to achieve? What why is it a journey? Why isn't it somewhere that we arrive and then stay? Right? Why is like why do you think it's such a challenge, particularly for dads today, to keep these six pillars in balance? Boy, there's just so many distractions. There are so many people pulling us in so many different directions. I that's the biggest part to me of where the out of balance comes from. You're just a lot of distractions. So at this moment, it's your business and what you're going through there. And then the you know kids are over on the weekend or, I mean, it just goes from one to the next. And I think that's why it's just constantly fluid. They're all just a continuum that just keeps moving up and down with all six of them. And I think because there's growth involved and growth is messy, right? John Maxwell talks about like, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? So if we do stay at a very balanced level, that means nothing's happening. And I don't think any of us want that. Right. You know, if we have kids, they're going to grow. My first graders challenges today are not going to be his third grade challenges. Right. So different things are going to happen with that. The challenges that we were having in business today aren't going to be the challenges. I sure intend for them not to be the same challenges because there's no growth then. Right. So I'm going to say a lot of it's because of growth, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, pushing us into the uncharted territory, if you will, uh, on our own journey, at least. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, folks like you have have a map of, of the journey as a whole. So, all right, here's a question I like to ask everybody. I'm going to start with you, RJ, and then I'm going to ask the same question question of you, Dustin, so you get a little bit of a, a, head, a head start on this one. But RJ, what, what would you say is the biggest secret that you wish wasn't a secret at all? What's that one thing that you wish every business dad out there listening today knew? Oh, wow. Well, this was a business one because, uh, you know, I have a partnership in businesses with my wife. And what I have learned is they don't want secrets. I used to think that if things were bad or not great in the business, I didn't want to share that. I don't want to burden her with it. Then when I, re- so what I realized that, and I, and I think a lot of guys are like that. 
when I finally opened up and said, hey, we need to talk about these six items, whatever that is, one, totally freeing on my part and on hers because she could sense there was something not right. And I'm trying to hide it to protect her, but it was just the opposite. She's like, what's what's off? What's a little bit that's off? And once she opened that up, man, it becomes that true 50-50 discussion. She's glad to take that burden. So dads, husbands, when you're having that thought, even if it's not business related, could just be in the household, finances, whatever they want. They want to be your partner. Don't keep that secret. That only took me 30 years of marriage to figure that one out. I'm going to add something to that. They probably have a better answer. That is so true. That is absolutely what I've learned. (laughs) Their answer is simple and to the point on topic. Yeah, that's so good. All right. Uh, and so Dustin, you're up as well. Same question. What's the biggest secret you wish wasn't a secret at all? What's that one thing that you wish every business dad out there listening or watching today knew? Growth is not natural. You have to push through it. Personal development does not come to you. You have to work for it and you have to push at it and you have to go for it because society doesn't teach us about it. A lot of schools don't teach us about it. This is something you have to go out and you have to get. There's help out there but it's not, it's not going to come natural. Yeah. Yeah. So good, gentlemen. So I know there's some folks listening today, uh, probably some wives saying like, yes, like uh, we need this in our, but there's also <laughs> some dads out there saying, it's just, uh, if I could get around a group of guys like this, uh, I, I know it would change me. So uh, tell us more about Balanced Business Dad and how they can find out more about it. Yeah, absolutely. So and it has a couple of things because sometimes it's the wife pushing them to us. Because the wife's like, no, you do need help. You're not going to raise your hand. So, um, but a couple of things. So obviously we do have a, we have a podcast as well called Ballast Business Dad. You can look at that at any of your podcast listeners. I think that's the the catchphrase. Um, also we have a free Facebook group, uh, on the Ballast Business Dad that go, you can go to dadupgroup.com and get that free invitation to go there and you can join these conversations that we're having with you know, over 400 dads now, I think now just truly, truly talking about what's going on because don't do it alone. And that's dadupgroup.com. Fantastic. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for what you've built and what you've shared. Uh, It's really, really fun to see what you guys are doing. And I'm so excited about the future for both you and the the men that you're serving so, uh, so diligently. So thank you. And for everyone watching, listening today, you know your time and attention mean the world to us. I hope you got as much out of this conversation as I know I did. And I cannot wait to see you next time. Take care. Scott Ritzheimer here. Thank you so much for listening to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast. If you are a successful coach, consultant, or advisor who's built a strong book of business and would like to be on the program, please visit go.scalearchitects.com. And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media and just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials? If you know someone who'd be a great guest, you can tag them on social media to let them know about the show. And make sure you include the hashtag high demand coaching. I love seeing your posts. I love seeing your guest suggestions. Thank you so much. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any of those episodes. Go ahead and subscribe now. Your thumbs up, your ratings, your reviews, they go a long way to help us promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. 
If you want to know more, you can go to our website, www.scalearchitects.com, or you can follow me or the company on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.